You're listening to the Elevate Main podcast. To learn more about Elevate, visit our website at www.elevate.org.ph. We hope you enjoy today's talk. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to our online youth service. It's been a while since the last time I spoke here and I miss you guys. Happy New Year, by the way. And I hope you're enjoying our series on, the title of our series is Surrounded. And the reason why this is the title and we started with this one, because we want to teach you to pray this, starting this year, to really know how to pray, to spend time with the Lord. We really need God. You know, the start of this year, and daming nangyari with the pandemic, a lot of people getting sick. That's why we need to be surrounded by His presence. And also, this is our series because all the more we need to be surrounded with God's presence when we are surrounded by so much uncertainties. I don't know about you, ah, but a lot of people right now, they're living in a world that is full of uncertainties. Maybe your life right now is full of uncertainties because this is our second year with this pandemic uh, and it seems dark pa, uh, and we don't see the light. Pa rin, and there's so many people getting sick, a lot of news coming out. And even in our country with the political situation it's just crazy so many uncertainties and we want clarity Sino bang ayaw ng clarity a lot of people are clamoring for that they want clear direction clear relationship diba? clear friends clear motives all of those things those are very important for us but in reality uncertainties happen kaya nga all the more because of all of these uncertainties we need to pray. And we started off with this series. We talked about, Lord, give me strength, right? And that's a beautiful prayer. God wants us to know how to pray and to say the right words to Him because He wants us to know how to depend on Him properly. Some people, kasi, we get our strength from money, from other people, and we forget that we need to get our strength from God. That's why the prayer, the first prayer is, Lord, Teach me to, or, uh, Lord, give me strength. That's a very important prayer. And then last week, we talked also about, Lord, save me. We need the saving of God. God wants to be our rescuer. God wants to be the one who will redeem us. And He is our redeemer. But for a lot of people, we, you know, for some people, they, they want to be saved by other things or by themselves. But we can't do that. Especially when things are bleak, Things are uncertain. Kaya nga, we are in this series entitled, Surrounded. So I really hope and I pray as we end this series, our prayer life, starting this year, will be vibrant. We just ended, diba, with our prayer and fasting, I think a couple of uh, weeks ago or three weeks ago. I hope that as we continue, as we end this series, talagang yung prayer life natin this year is going to be amazing. Because that's our communication with God. And our intimacy with God will determine our future kung magiging certain yun or not. Kaya we need to be intimate with the Lord. So, we started off with prayer earlier when our uh, Kuya JC prayed for all of us. But why don't we start again with a word of prayer as we listen to God's word. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you that this is the start of the series here in Elevate. We want to be surrounded by your presence. It's our desire, Lord. But maybe for some of us who've just attended here for the first time or who have been attending, but somehow our surrounding is not, you know, it's, it's still uncertain, but we're not surrounded by your presence. I pray, Lord, that starting today, it's going to change. 
that we will be surrounded by your presence. We will be filled with your spirit. We will know what to say when we pray to you, when we talk to you, because we believe you listen to us. So overwrite my preparation. Speak to all of us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So look at this uh, passage. Uh, what really inspired me why we are in this series on Surrounded? Because the disciples of Jesus Christ asked Jesus himself to teach them how to pray. We can find that in, John, uh, in Luke chapter 11, verse 1. Look at what happened here. One day, Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. So imagine the disciples who were connected with Jesus, who saw miracles, who saw um, uh, not just that, stopping the wind, right? Walking on water, all of those other miracles that they have seen, healing the sick, preaching, sharing stories, and other amazing things that Jesus did. What they ask is not how to preach, is not how to do miracles, but how to pray. Because they saw that the major difference maybe in the life of Jesus from other rabbis is on how he prays. Kakaiba magpray si Jesus to the point that because of his prayer life, he was able to do those things. So sabi nila, I want to be connected to where Jesus is connected. Because of that, he can do all of these things. That's why they asked Jesus, Lord, teach us to pray. And today as we close this series, I'm going to teach you one of the most important prayers that Jesus taught but is seldom uttered. Or in other words, it's seldom prayed. Wala sa prayer list natin. In fact, I was already maybe in my college years, or actually not college years, baka nga graduate na ako eh, when I started praying this. Because it's a radical kind of prayer. It's a prayer that will impact us and also other people. And it's a prayer that will also grant us hope. And that prayer is taught by Jesus in the next verse. In verse 2, look at what Jesus Christ said. When he answered his disciples, okay, he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Meaning say, you're holy, you're set apart, your kingdom come. That's a very important prayer. Imagine in the first part, okay? Look at your in your scriptures. Look at that verse. In the first part of that prayer, what, what, what Jesus taught his disciples, he said to them, hallowed be your name. Say this, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. It's very important. The fact that it was in the first part, it means it's very important for Jesus that we pray this prayer. That's why today we're going to learn to pray Lord, your kingdom come. Can you post that there? Tag your friends or lagenyo i-chat nyo sa Facebook, sa YouTube. Lord, your kingdom come. What does that mean? For some people, they are quite confused. You know, there are two possible meanings and usually the meanings just, uh, in be just between the two of these definitions when you say, Lord, your kingdom come. The two possible meanings of this phrase are the following. Look at this. First, when you say, Lord, your kingdom come, it's like you're asking Jesus. Jesus to return again establish his eternal reign on the new heaven and new earth. Yes, guys, there's a new heaven and new earth. You can read that in the book of Revelation. So there's a new heaven and new earth, meaning to say all of these things that you see, it's not going to last forever. Yung crush nyo, it's not going to last forever. Unless, of course, save siya, okay? So you're going to see your crush in, in heaven. So, but going back to the, to, to the point, when you say, Lord, your kingdom come, it means that you want him to return the second coming. 
You want Jesus Christ to return to establish His physical, His eternal reign here on the new heaven and on the new earth. For some people, that's quite difficult. And let's be honest, why? Of course, we want, there's that, you know, somehow tug in our hearts na, syempre gusto kong dumating si Jesus, but of course, there's also that human desire na, wag mo na Lord, kasi a lot of you are still single, di ba? Magkasama mo na ako, di ba? And I've said that also. Don't get, I, I'm not saying na kayo lang yun. I also said that. When I was still single, I know that kailangan, na, na, syempre gusto ko dumating si Jesus because when Jesus Christ returns again, everything is perfect. But then there's that desire, and it's not the wrong desire. There's that, there's that desire in the Lord, I want to get married. Eh. <laughs> I want to get married. And then when you're married, Lord, I want to have kids. Right? So it's not the wrong desire. But that's why this prayer is important. And that's why this prayer is seldom uttered because some people, or a lot of us, we struggle with it. But this is one of the meanings of that. The Lord, Please come back again. And ito naman yung funny thing about us. Pag madaming problema, sige na, Lord, dumating ka na. Kunyari, nasaktan ka? Yan, di ba? Sige na. Kunin mo na siya. Siya pala, hindi ikaw. So, what I'm saying is, when there are big problems, lalo na nung nag-start yung pandemic, right? A lot of people, they started praying this, Lord, please, your kingdom come. Dumating ka na, Lord. But I want us to really learn what this means. And I want us to, re- to have that heart to long for the return of Jesus. So that's the first meaning. The second meaning of this prayer is, the second meaning of this prayer is this one. Number two, asking for Jesus' kingdom to expand here today and now by opening the hearts of more people to know Him. So that's the second meaning. Meaning when you say, Lord, your kingdom come. In other words, you want his kingdom to spread. Meaning to say, more people to know him. More people to receive his love. More people to become followers of Jesus. In other words, when more people are followers of Jesus, his kingdom is expanding. So that's also the meaning of, Lord, your kingdom come. So these are the two possible meanings when you pray that prayer. Now the question is, why would I pray this prayer? Why would I pray, Lord, your kingdom come? Of course you would say because it's in the scripture. Yeah, but I want to give you three reasons why it's a very important prayer to pray. And I hope that after this, it's going to be part of your prayer list na. Maybe you will end with the prayer, Lord, your kingdom come. Or you will start with that prayer na, Lord, I worship you. Your kingdom come. You return. I long for your return once again. You come here and rescue us. Rule over us. So why is this an important prayer? It's an important prayer for three possible reasons. Number one, it teaches me, it teaches you who is in control. The problem of not praying this sometimes we forget who is in control. When you pray, Lord, your kingdom come, you're saying, it's your kingdom and I want you to rule. Did, did you get that? It's your kingdom, so I want you to take over in, because he is really the one in control. That's why before Jesus said, Lord, your kingdom come, he first said to the disciples, hallowed be your name. He was saying to the disciples, this is how you pray. Start with this, uh, Heavenly Father, our Father, hallowed be your name. I mentioned the definition of hallowed be your name. It means holy is the Lord. What does that mean, Queen Marty? It means He's set apart. Kakaiba si Lord. Yung beauty niya, kakaiba sa beauty mo, sa beauty ko. Yung perfection niya, kakaiba sa perfection mo at sa perfection ko. He 
perfectly defines what perfect is, okay? He perfectly defines what beauty is. He perfectly defines what, it, what good is. We have a standard of goodness, and usually our standard of goodness comes from the Lord because God has created us in His own image and likeness. But it's imperfect because of our sins. Pero si God, dahil holy siya, yung goodness niya, yung love niya, kakaiba, and yung pagkakaiba nun, it's perfect. Absolutely perfect. So what does that mean when you say, holy is the Lord? I like what Albert Moeller said. He said, when Jesus petitions God, to hallow his name, he is asking that God act in such a way that he visibly demonstrates his holiness and his glory. Did you get that? It's all about his holiness and his glory. Kaya nga gusto ko yung prayer na yun and gusto ko rin maturo sa, sa inyo. I'm not saying that I've perfected praying that. I'm still learning and I've been including that in my prayer. And it's transforming my heart because it reminds me na Lord, I'm a human being and a created being and you're my creator, your kingdom come. Holy ka, Lord, you're holy. You're set apart. You're beyond me. You are there and I'm here. I'm so small. You can squish me. I can be destroyed in an instant. We forget that sometimes, eh? That that's how powerful our God is. Kaya nga, look at this, okay? Look at Colossians chapter 1. Look at what it says in verse 16. It says here, for in Him, meaning to say Jesus Christ, capital H, Him, Jesus, all things, all of us, all that you see in this world, the nature, the, the universe, were created. Things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones, imagine thrones, kings, powers, rulers, authorities, the presidents, the one in control in the White House, the one in control in, in, uh, in the United Nations, the richest man on earth, everybody are called to submit to Him. All things have been created, look at the next phrase, through Him, dahil sa Kanya, and for Him, para sa Kanya. Do you see that? Kaya ako nga highlight in yellow, yun eh. For Him. So when I pray, Lord, Your kingdom come, I'm saying to God, You're my God, You're you are king. My life is for you. Your kingdom come. He is for all things. And look at, look at the next one. And in him, all things hold together. In other words, he hold our life. He hold everything in the universe at the palm of his hand. And in an instant, he can make it disappear. He can destroy it. He can end your life. He can end my life. We forget that sometimes. Kaya nga gusto ko yung prayer. Because the ultimate response to that passage is we know Him and we submit to Him. You see, when people hear something like this, that yes, He is God, He is King, He is the ruler, he is, uh, he, our life is through Him and for Him, or all things hold together because of Jesus Christ, there are two possible responses lang. Two possible responses lang towards this passage or to this passage. The first possible response we have to this passage is this. We blame God for all the problems and we don't follow Him. That's the first possible response. Now, Lord, ko in control, eh bakit nangyayari ito? Ang daming ganyan. Bakit ako nagkasakit? Bakit kami nagka-COVID? Bakit naglugi yung business namin? Kasalanan mo lahat to. I'm not gonna follow you. Right? And some people do that. The second possible response is to fear Him and to submit to Him. Fear Him meaning say, Lord, I don't even deserve what I've received. And I know you can take it 
out in an instant. So thank you for my life. Thank you for the business. Thank you for my work. Look at the difference. And God wants us to respond the second way because humility and submission to God is the ultimate response to knowing that He is in control. Yung blaming God, and I'm not saying that you cannot question the Lord, na Lord, why is this happening? It's okay. But yung blaming, heart of blaming to God to the point that it will move you to disobey and run away and rebel against Him, that's pride, that's rebellion, that's self-centeredness, and that is against God. It's just like this, eh. When I was still working in, a, in the corporate world, an advertising company, and then my first week there in that office, I think in my first week there, I met the boss, the creative, executive creative director of that company. So usually the executive creator, creative director is one of the top or the heads of that, that company, of that advertising company. So when I met him, I tell you, I was quite scared. Why was I scared? I, was, I feared him not because he's a bad person. I feared him because I don't want to do anything stupid that would make him say na I want him out of this company. Because he has the authority, the power to do that. He's a kind person now. When I met him, ambait niya, lalapitan siya. Hi, Marty. Welcome. Welcome to this company. So, cool na person yon. So, mabait siya. Pero alam mo yung, yung sta- how I stood up, how I was smiling, how, how I, w- I was respecting him. Yes, sir. Yes, po. And then he would, he would also say, nah, don't, don't call me sir. Just call me by my name. Kasi ganun eh. Sa advertising, in, my, in that advertising company, that's how they called each other. By name lang. But still, there's that reverence the fear because you don't want to be kicked out. You don't want to do something bad because you respect the person and you believe the person has authority. If we're like that towards a human boss, towards a human leader, towards those people that you respect, you idolize because of their authority, because you wanted to be successful in that field or in that school or whatever that is, what more? How much more? God, the creator of the universe, the one who can, you know, who can send plagues to those people who disobey him. Who can send who can send tragedies? Yes, he can do that. He can send earthquakes to nations who are against him. You can see that in the scripture. Some people would say, Grabi naman si God, grabi naman di siya loving. Sovereign loving ni God, guys, He sent His Son to die for your sins and my sins. But He's also a, the God who can destroy evil people and destroy those people who are, who are against Him. Kaya nga, Lord, your kingdom come because I want you to rule. I'm just a human being. I, I need to be reminded that you are God and I'm not. Lord, your kingdom come. So what's our prayer today? Lord, your kingdom come. Why is this a very important prayer? First, it teaches me who is in control. He's God. And my response is humility. Okay, Lord, I don't understand. And I may never completely understand in this lifetime why these things are happening. But so what? You are God. You're in control. Going against you is the craziest thing that I would ever do in my life. And I don't want to do it. So I'm going to humble myself before you because you're in control. And second, it reminds me of my priority. 
What does that mean that it reminds me of my priority? Kasi sabi nga sa prayer, Lord, your kingdom come. So kaninong kingdom? Sa kanya. So if it's, it's, if it's his kingdom, it's his mission, it's his goal, there's a purpose that I need to align with him. The problem nowadays is we all try to find our purpose. And yes, we can find our purpose in this world without God. Yes, there are people who finds, who finds their quote-unquote purpose, huh? not the real purpose from God. Their purpose here on earth without God. And it may give fulfillment, but it will not be a perfect kind of fulfillment. But when we pray, Lord, your kingdom come, He aligns our purpose to His. Tweak our purpose to make us realize na, huy, yung purpose mo dapat connected sa purpose ni God. Whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, a student, you're a housewife, whatever is your role going to be, we need to connect that to God's mission. That's our priority. Why? Look at this passage. My priority is His kingdom. Why? Look at this passage in Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 to 16. It reads here, You are the light of the world. Whatever your role is here on earth, whatever your job is, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. That's a crazy thing to do. Instead, they put it on a stand, give light so that it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light, meaning to say, if you're a follower of Jesus, then the light is there. Let it shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. You know what happens in this pandemic? Because of the uncertainty, because of the craziness that we feel, we experience, pati yung attitude natin nagbago or nagbabago. What do I mean na nagbabago yung attitude? For some people, it becomes worse. They become more angry. They become more impatient. They become more selfish. They, their words are harsher. Their relationship with other people is not okay because of how they treat them. It's not good. But when Jesus is our King, our Lord, and we pray that prayer, it reminds us now, wait a minute, my priority, regardless of the uncertainties in this world, is to let my light shine. So, yes, pagod na ako. Let's say some of you, yes, pagod na ako with this online studying. But I need to still let my light shine so that people will see my good deeds. And what's the result? Glorify my Father in heaven. You know, recently, we were, we're, we're discipling, we're discipling a couple's group. And uh, one of those, one of the members of that group shared recently, we had this meeting, uh, we had this D group, he, she shared recently of how her husband noticed something different sa kanya. And it started during this pandemic. Nasabi niya, parang nagbago ka, parang may kakaiba ka, the way you respond. To the point na hindi lang siya yung husband yung may, na, na impact with that kind of attitude. But even the parents, the family of the husband, they started doing discipleship. They started doing motivate. Because of the changes, the light that was shown in the life of this girl. So it can happen during this pandemic. 
And mind you, this girl is also tired. She's working. She has kids. She has online job. She has to take care of the household as well. But then because she realizes that God is in control, God loves her, God has transformed her, God can change her family as well, she started behaving the way God wants her to behave. And my impact, yun ang ibig sabihin when I prioritize God's kingdom. It's going to change me. It's going to impact my family for the better. Because when they see, look at the passage, when they see my light shining, they will see the good deeds and glorify God. I tell you, kaya yun, guys. Kaya nga we pray that prayer. I know, I understand you're tired. I'm tired as well with this pandemic. But our being tired should not be an excuse for us not to shine our light to others. It shouldn't be an excuse. Jesus suffered. He never gave an excuse na, Father, Father, pagod na ako. I don't want to go through this cross. No. We shouldn't make this an excuse. Why? Because ito pa, when you pray that prayer, you're going to see God's comfort as you shine your light to others. That's why my priority is His kingdom. And here's the good thing of His kingdom about His kingdom. Ah. When we prioritize His kingdom, His kingdom is the only place that will last forever. So why prioritize my kingdom, other kingdoms here on earth, the kingdom of your crush, the kingdom of your Korean idol, okay? Or whatever kingdom you are living for, okay? Why prioritize that when those things will not last forever? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't watch the Netflix series unless that Netflix series is really bad, okay? I'm not saying don't follow BTS. Baka magalit yung arm, strongest army in the world, okay? <laughs> I heard you are the strongest army in the world and I respect that, okay? So, I'm not saying you don't listen to them. I don't, I'm not saying you don't follow them on Instagram. But what I'm saying is, in your life, and of course in my life as well, am I prioritizing His kingdom? Because let's be honest, during this pandemic, Majority of us, now I'm guilty with this, there were moments I really prioritized my kingdom. I was selfish. I was focusing on my own desires. I wanted escape. There are a lot of people, they want to escape, but they couldn't because of the limited situation. And they find other ways to escape just to control their time, to control their energy, to control their effort, everything they want to control. But God wants us to surrender it. Because the more we prioritize His kingdom, the more peace we experience. It's the only place that will last forever. And that's why I look at this chart. Uh, let me show you this chart. Ayan, I think, oh, there you go. So look at this chart. Uh, our problem, this is a comparison of God's kingdom and, his, uh, and man's kingdom. This is a comparison. And why I want us to pray, Lord, your kingdom come. Look at the comparison. God's kingdom is His rule. It's God's standard of happiness. So man's kingdom is my rule. And that's why a lot of people, they want that because we want to rule. We, we want our own stuff. We want our own things. And not just that, it means that it's my standard of happiness. So yeah, you'll be happy, but because of your standard, your understanding of happiness, this is how the world operates. And then look at, look at God's kingdom. God's kingdom, here's the difference. Because the problem is, kaya may circle, naka-circle yan, the problem is this. We focus, a lot of people focus on 
their kingdom or our kingdom, my kingdom, because of the two things. When I focus on my kingdom, I get the rule. Of course, you're happy, you get the rule. I get my standard of happiness. Yeah, I get it. And then you don't want his rule because you're not sure if it's going to make you happy. You don't want his standard of happiness or we don't want his standard of happiness because we're also unsure what that will bring to me. But then look at the next things that you need to compare with God's kingdom in your kingdom. God's kingdom is forever. Man's kingdom is, I don't know if you've seen it, temporary. God's kingdom is certain. Sure, it's going to happen. It's really going to happen whether you like it or not. It's going to happen. Why? Jesus died. He rose again. He proved that there is heaven. He proved that there's life after death. Totoong may kingdom ni God. Ito, uncertain. Actually, hindi nga uncertain eh. It's not gonna last forever. There's no certainty and there's walang assurance. And it's never gonna work. Yung God's kingdom, it's beautiful. Perfectly beautiful. Yung man's kingdom, ah, somewhat beautiful. Yeah, you're gonna enjoy it. You're gonna see things that you like to see. Okay, see, it's fun, but somewhat beautiful lang. God's kingdom, no more pain. And I'm gonna show you the verse later. It's no more pain. Man's kingdom, definitely you're gonna have pain. I've seen a lot of people, including myself. I tried following my own kingdom. I tried uh, looking for my own standard of happiness. And I tell you, I still get hurt. I'm still in pain. I'm still, you know, there's still suffering. And some people would say, it's okay. The suffering is part of the process. And then you're gonna get, you're gonna be happy. Okay. Pero ito forever eh. Walang pain eh. I'm not saying now you're not going to have pain. Even if you fulfill God's kingdom today, as long as you're alive here on, the, on this earth, you're going to have pain. But when you pass from earth to heaven because you're part of His family, I promise you guys, no more pain. And in the final analysis, God's kingdom, you're fulfilled. Man's kingdom, empty, kulang, broken, lost. Sayang eh. Just breaks my heart when people just focuses on their kingdom because of their rule and their standard of happiness. Kaya nga, it frustrates me when I see people who are discouraged online. And then I see people who will encourage them who doesn't love the Lord. Kasi ganito mag-encourage yung mga tao who doesn't love the Lord. Pakinggan nyo ah. Ganito sila mag-encourage. For example, may nag-post online sa Facebook na I'm down, ganyan, ganyan. I'm, I'm really sad right now. I'm, I'm suffering with all of these things. When will this pandemic end? Diba may mga nagpo-post na ganun? Then may mga tao mag-encourage na who doesn't love the Lord. And this is usually what they say for those people who, I'm not saying everyone ah, who doesn't love the Lord, ganito magsalita. But majority of them, this is what they would say. You're a beautiful person. You know, you're, you're a good person. I'm sending positive vibes to you. I'm, just, I'm hugging you right now. It's good, it's good. I, I appreciate the hug, yes. Pero kulang eh. I'm so hard on this one because that's not encouragement from God. You need to include God in the picture. I'm not saying you post there now, you know, God loves you. No, what I'm saying is you start a conversation. You don't need to post it online. You can talk to that person. You can encourage and make sure you help the person know Jesus because without Jesus, kahit ano pang positivity yan, it's gonna end in emptiness and doom. It's not gonna last forever. Don't believe that lie that this world is preaching because without Jesus, 
man's kingdom will not rule forever. It's going to be empty. Sayang eh. Kaya nga, look at, look at what Jesus Christ said in, in the book of Revelation, Revelation chapter 21. Okay, sabi niya dito, I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people. He will dwell with them. They will be His people and God Himself will be with them and be their God. And look at verse 4. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. No more death, mourning, crying, or pain in the old order of things has passed. Ayaw mo ba nung ganong promise? And totoo mang, it's, it's gonna happen, guys. I tell you, it's gonna happen. It's that thing that gives us hope that no matter how uncertain the world is, because His kingdom will come, it reminds me of the priority. Kaya nga si Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 1, he said this, for, me, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. In verse 22, he says, If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Meaning to say, if I stay here, because he was in prison, ha? when he wrote this, he was in prison, pwede na siyang mamatay. He could die anytime, right? He was in prison, pwede siyang execute. And then he was writing this letter, he's saying, if I continue living, it's a fruitful labor for me. It's, I'm happy with that. Yet, what will I choose? He was torn. You know why he was torn? Look at this. I do not know, verse 23. I am torn between the two. I desire to die, to depart, and to be with Christ. Which is better by far? Of course, you're going to be in heaven. No more pain. No more dying. No more mourning. But it is more necessary for me, for you, that I remain in the body. Meaning, say, I want to stay here because of God's kingdom. I want to spread it. Sana magkaroon tayo ng ganong klaseng heart for God's kingdom. Now, yes, I'm excited to see Jesus, but at the same time, I want to stay here because I have a purpose. A lot of people right now, they feel purposeless, empty. And the funny thing is, they tried looking for that purpose through the world's standards, through encouragement. But bakit all the more they're empty? Because they did not take God seriously. They're just playing church. They were not serious in surrendering to Jesus. And when you're serious to sur- in surrendering to Jesus, and when you're saying, Lord, your kingdom come, then you're going to prioritize His kingdom. You know, the more I pray this prayer, the more that I pray the prayer, Lord, your kingdom come, the more I desire for His kingdom to come. The Lord, yes, I want your kingdom to come because with that, everything is perfect. No more pain, no more dying. No more mourning. What's our prayer today? Lord, your kingdom come. And the last reason why we need to pray this prayer regularly, because it teaches us who is in control, it reminds us of my priority, and it grants me comfort. I tell you guys, when you pray that prayer, it comforts you knowing that His kingdom will absolutely happen. What do I mean by that? Praying the prayer reminds me that God can comfort me on earth. Yes, He can comfort us. But here's the thing. Listen to me. Look at the next part. But if He doesn't, what do I mean that He doesn't? If He doesn't answer your prayer to heal you from your sickness, to heal your family member from your sickness. That happened to me when my dad was sick with cancer. He didn't answer with a yes to heal my dad. I prayed. We prayed as a family. But you know what gave us comfort? I am comforted knowing that my future is secure. I was comforted during that time knowing that my dad is a firm believer of Jesus and I know 
he is with the Lord. Diba? Yun, yun yung comfort when you say, Lord, your kingdom come. Kaya nga when I pray, when someone is sick, uh, a relative, a loved one, when they're sick, we pray, Lord, please heal them. But again, Lord, your will be done. Bakit? Kasi he knows the perfect will. He can heal definitely, but his will is perfect nonetheless. Kaya I am comforted. And that's why Paul said, for me to live is Christ. When I live, I live for his purpose. I live for his mission. I know my priority. And if I die, wow, Lord, I'm going to be with you forever. No more pain. Wala nang manloloko. Wala nang mandadaya. Wala nang mananakit. So, really, it's, it's a game. That's why when we are serious with that prayer, it's going to grant us comfort. That's why I love that prayer. Lord, your kingdom come. And why did Paul ever say na, to live is Christ and to die is gain? Look at his perspective. Huh? In First Thessalonians chapter 4, look at what he said. Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death. Why sleep in death? In other words, the believers who died. And for Paul, they're just sleeping. Do not grieve like the rest of mankind. If you're a believer and you love Jesus, you have a relationship with Him, you grieve, but not the rest of mankind. Why? The rest of mankind who doesn't have Jesus in their life, they have no hope. They grieve without hope. They grieve saying, Ay, wala na siya. Siguro nasa better place siya. Pero that's not, that's without hope. But when that person is with the Lord, knowing that for certain that person has a relationship with God, we have hope. If we have hope, then we believe. Why? Because we believe that Jesus died. He rose again. So we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in Him. Kita mo assurance, kaya nga priority natin is kingdom. All the more ngayong pandemic, a lot of people are lost. All the more, let's make our light shine and help them know Jesus. For the Lord Himself, look at verse 16, will come down from heaven. Ito ah, Paul was prophesying of what's going to happen, the rapture. This is what you call the rapture. Come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, with a trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. They will be raptured first. And after that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So we will be with the Lord forever. When will that happen? I don't know. It can happen anytime. It can happen now. It can happen later. It can happen next month. It can happen next year. Yung mga singles dito parang ayaw pa eh. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. But, no, don't get me wrong. I think they're okay. They're ready. Tama ba, JC? Yes, more ready na. Okay. More ready na. But seriously, it's exciting to know that our future is like that. It's exciting to know that even if there's pain right now, Solid eh. We have a future with Him. Kaya last verse niya doon, verse 18. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Kasi nakakalungkot talaga ngayon, guys eh. It's very discouraging. I understand. There were days na I, I'm also lonely, frustrated. There were days na parang paasa na, uy, bumababa na yung cases, di ba, noong December? Ay, 500 na lang. 500 na lang. Biglang, boom! 30,000. So, so nakaka-discourage. But then, when I'm reminded of His kingdom, it gave me comfort. Now, have you experienced God's comfort 
in your life? Have you experienced His immense love, support, grace to you? You know, last January 4, one of our household help got sick with COVID. A day after that, my youngest got COVID. And then after that, the, the third one got COVID. And then the second one got COVID. And then yung panganay got COVID. And that's their picture when they were sick. Okay? That was the first week of January. And I tell you, when they were sick, I was scared. I mean, I'm a pastor. I preach. I know about God's kingdom. But I was still scared. I was worried. But don't worry. But I'll be honest with you. I was worried. I was praying, Lord, please, sana walang ma hospitalized. Because I really believe they didn't do the, the, the swab testing na, kasi same eh. Nag-swab test, RT-PCR, yung helper namin, got COVID, certified COVID siya. And same yung symptoms. They also got COVID. Four of them. And not just them. When my youngest, then the second one, and the, thir- the third one got well, I got sick. <laughs> I got fever, uh, cough, body pains, extreme headache, fatigue. So I know I also got COVID. Then my daughter got well, and then eventually my son got well. And I also felt a little better after maybe a couple of days. Now my wife got sick. In other words, all of us got sick. And during those moments, I was just, I, I was crying to God, Lord, please, please spare us to go to the hospital. We don't want to go to the hospital. Please make this as easy as possible. And I heard Omicron is just mild. Sana, Lord, mild. Sana walang ma... I was also checking their oxygen level, their O2 level. Lord, sana walang bumaba na O2 level. Sana normal lahat. Sana mabilis lang. And even yung medicines namin, like the tempra, that was the week na nag-hoard yung mga tao. Lord, please provide. Kasi paubos na yung tempra ng mga kids. And I tell you, God provided the last day, na, uh, the, the, the day that maubos na yung tempra, last dose na lang, okay, last na lang for the kids, and they still were sick. That same day in the evening, biglang may available. And we got it. And that's from God, I really believe. And this verse became so real in Psalm 52, 55 verse 22, for my wife specifically, and when she shared that to me, I was so blessed because Totoo eh. Cast your cares on the Lord. He will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. The comfort, the embrace that He has for you and for me. I've received that comfort in the Lord. And I want you to listen to this song because this song also comforted me during that, those tough times. It's a special number and I appreciate this song because it's about God's name. How God's name should be honored, glorified, and how His presence can give immense comfort during the tough times we are facing right now. I hope you are blessed as you listen to this song.
mighty tower, a shelter like no other. And I've experienced that. In Tagalog, yung sandigan mo. When you're tired, you're broken, there's sickness. During that time, we got COVID. The comfort that came from the Lord was the one that's encouraging us. That's the one that's making us stand. It's the one that's comforting us, building us up, 
assuring us that He is with us. Kaya nga, look at this. We're about to end. The comfort and love we experience from God today is only a glimpse of what we will experience forever with Him. Katiting lang yun. It's just a glimpse. When we are in His kingdom, that's it. It's forever comfortable, forever at peace. That's why we pray, Lord, your kingdom come. Why do we pray that prayer? Because it teaches us who is in control. It reminds us of our priority. And it grants us comfort. In our time right now, all the more we need to pray that prayer. All the more we need to utter it to God. All the more we need to say to the Lord, Please, God, your kingdom come. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this wonderful series. We seek to be surrounded by your presence, Lord, daily, moment by moment. Because this world right now, it's just so tough. We are all surrounded by uncertainties, by pain, death, by people who are wicked, but we want to be surrounded by you, Lord. So like the disciples, teach us to pray. Teach us to be pleasing to you. Help us to be connected to you, to be intimate with you. And Lord, just like what we have learned today, your kingdom come. Please, God, we know that when your kingdom is spreading all over the world, then the, sh the light will continually shine. And we know also in the, in the final analysis, when everything is done, your kingdom will remain and we will be with you. But I do pray, Lord, for some of the people listening today. Some of them, they're not even sure that they're part of your kingdom. I pray that today is going to be the day of their salvation where their hearts will be changed, their hearts will be softened, their hearts will be humbled, and that they will follow you fully, completely, and Lord, for all of us who are your children, we cry out in unity, Lord, your kingdom come. We bless your holy name. We lift you up. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you guys. We'd love to stay connected with you, so make sure to subscribe to our podcast or connect with an Elevate group through our website. See you at our next podcast.